Podcast. I'm Devin Barnes. With me always is the co-host with the co-most, Liam Whalen. Yo, yo, yo. I'm getting pretty good with these uh, nicknames, bud. Yeah, yeah. Find one that sticks. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Glad to have you here. Also, uh, before you get into this one, remember to check out episode 14, Game Time. Special guest, Andy Dwan. Yeah, big thanks to Andy Boy Dwan. Ah, thanks there, bud. We're, uh, we learned from him. His, we got his Irish expertise on the game that we stole from him. Yeah, I guess really more thanks go out to uh, Andy Dwan's buddies that he mentioned. I don't forget those. I yeah. forget those extremely stereotypical Irish names. Yes, thank you, Karen and Johnny Boy. And Karen <laughs> McDonald. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so thanks more thanks to those guys for giving for... Uh, Allowing Andy to steal the game off of them, yeah, really. which turn we stole off of Andy. So big thanks to Andy Dwan and all of his friends in Ireland for the fantastic X Avengers Squadron League. That's right. Game. And also, I think the big revelation in that show, too, without giving out too much away, is we found out that uh, Irish people don't know about ALF or Home Improvement. <laughs> so, yeah. So I guess those are still to come in Ireland. I guess for <laughs> teaser, for trailer news, you got Alf and Home Improvement <laughs> coming out in Dublin within the next couple years. So look forward to that. Rope, 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 rope. He could have just fixed the washer and dryer. How did he have to man the tub? <laughs> now it's running down the street. And of course, remember, we're uh, still taking, we almost have it narrowed down, but we're still taking those episode 10 game time emails. Still taking those episode 10 emails, y'all. Let us know who the real Sucka MC was and really what a Sucka MC is. That was with special guest Andre Davi. Big oh. shout out to him up on SoundCloud, Andre Davi. SoundCloud.com backslash Andre Davi. And of course, while we're at it, remember to check us out on Facebook.com backslash Geeked Up Podcast on sound SoundCloud.com backslash Geeked Up Podcast. I see a theme going here. Of course, you can check us out on iTunes. Hit us up in iTown, y'all. Where we just search the Geeked Up Podcast, leave your reviews, listen to the show, and of course, if you have any comments, questions, or just want to play along and hang out with us, email us in at thegeekeduppodcast at gmail.com. That's the Geeked Up Podcast. Gotta put that the in there, folks. But with that now, before we get into the show, as always, not as always, but sadly, again, we have some geeked up R.I.P. news. Yeah, we've had the last couple of shows R.I.P. free, yeah. but as I recall. I think since Bowie, we've been uh, pretty light on the R.I.P. news. Yeah, I think the last big hitter was Grizzly Adams. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since Grizzly Adams shocked us all by not being dead yet and dying then. But we got a couple here today. And, um, and another big ground shaker, at least in my world. You yeah. Know I mean, with... Uh, I think I know where you're going with this. Yeah. Uh, former Toronto Mayor Rob Ford. <laughs> yeah, in this, in this political season right now, we can all... As Trump is being the most hilarious politician in America... You gotta remember the man with the plan. The original guy. <laughs> the crack-smoking mayor re-elect. Yeah. Rob Ford... 
who's got the most hilarious, like, pre-death bloated fatso picture on Google. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you do a Google search of this guy to make sure you know what his story was before your podcast, yeah. you'll start laughing exactly. about that picture. I'll tell you that much. And that's just the start of it. Even doing further research on his wiki page, uh, when he was admitting his cocaine use, it was his excuse was it was during, probably did that, it was during some, if it was during some kind of drunk bender I was <laughs> yeah. on. He goes, I smoked crack, quote-unquote, probably during a drunken <laughs> stupor. Maybe not. It might have been when I was totally sober <laughs> yeah. at noon. Probably on a drunken yeah. stupor. So the answer to your question is yes, I did. I did do that. <laughs> yeah, at no point was the answer no. Yeah, he's was... just being an honest Canadian. But, um, I don't know. He also died, not how you'd expect, with a crack cocaine overdose, but uh, cancer. I know. Sadly enough, I guess he had cancer this whole time, yeah. too, which makes the whole crack smoking a lot less reckless, I guess. Yeah, you know? it's medicinal, baby. It's medicinal, baby. <laughs> <laughs> when is California going to finally medicinalize crack cocaine for uh, <laughs> yeah, right. medicinal use, you know? But, um, so R.I.P. Rob Ford. Yeah, but I guess there were a uh, couple more entertainment news. In entertainment RIPs. news, uh, the, like we said, a real big one. Um, our big R.I.P. from the Geeked Up Boys to Gary Shandling. Gary Shandling, yes. One of the all-time uh, creators, one of the all-time great sitcoms ever. Yeah. The Larry Sanders Show. The Larry Sanders also had a great sitcom bearing his own name, the Gary Shandling Show. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Larry Sanders show especially, though, like, really, really, it was, like, one of the early HBO shows, and it was just really, like... It was the first um, cable show to ever win a Golden Globe for Best Comedy Series. Okay, all right. So that's sort of now HBO. You look back, and they're just, like, what you expect to be. the cream Exactly. They clean the, up, but... Other, the cable networks. Back when, there were shows like Arliss. But it was also kind of one of those first shows, too, where it was kind of just, like, a look, one of these, like, parody look inside the real world where they're, like, doing a, you know, basically... Yeah, a it's like a look of, like, a Tonight, tonight show. show. Yeah. Exactly. So that whole thing and that was when that whole tonight show carson mm-hmm. was just on the way out or maybe still yeah well he also was, when um, that was at its ep like most uh but that, that when that was at its like peak of importance very Shandling true had the show kind of about the whole thing you know well even then he you know he got the inspiration of that show when he used to be like the monday night guest host on the tonight show for johnny for carson, carson yeah. yeah he was one of the carson with joan rivers and exactly uh, david brenner or whatever the yeah. fucking no, jewish no. guy is <laughs> they would always be filling in for him but so R.I.P. to him. And he's one of those two that it really did catch me off guard, but in one of those ways where, like, I haven't heard of him. I guess he'd been in, like, you were telling me he was in, like, Iron Man. and he had Yeah, he was in Iron Man, too. He was in Captain America. But he's one of those, like, I haven't really heard his name in too long. You know, like, Jeffrey Tambor has really, like, emerged to be the true superstar. <laughs> yeah, who would have guessed? <laughs> but, uh, so, like, you didn't hear, but I hadn't heard about him being sick. I didn't hear about him, you know, like, mm. you know. Well, the funny uh, thing, too, so was just like, this is the first Gary Shandling news I've heard since I bought the DVD of Larry yeah. Sanders' show. And exactly. Exactly. That's the point I was going to make, too, is like growing up, half my life, I thought his name was Larry Sanders. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because when the Larry Sanders show was out, I was reasonably young, so just took it for what hey it now. was, like a show I didn't... Exactly. Which Stern now does from that show. Synonymous is... Yeah, that's yeah. synonymous with Stern is the hey now. Well, Stern Jeffrey got Campbell it from... Yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, it wasn't until I was older where I actually like rewatched it and like totally got actually what the show was going on. I was like, oh, his name was Gary Shandling this whole time? <laughs> I've been duped. Yeah. So R.I.P. Larry Sanders and Gary Shandling. Yeah, exactly. Or big hey now. But with that, it'll bring us into the news. The news. The news. <laughs> We're getting there, guys. And, um, of course, 
What would the show be without the big, big premiere? Batman vs. Superman. Dawn of Justice has premiered. Yeah, so movie with Batman and Superman. Yeah, they got to make the headline of the Geeked Up podcast. Yeah, not here. Batman vs. Superman. Batman v. Superman. Yeah, and this is probably one of the most like heavily. I think we started the show with Star Wars trailer news at that mm-hmm. point, but I got to feel like I got to say this particular movie has gotten more trailer scrutiny than anything else. Yes, on the, like Geeked Up podcast. And I'd say that like the theme of all of the trailers that we've watched. Have been it looked pretty shitty, yeah, really corny, and uh, from like the the Wonder Woman is she with yeah. you scene or like the, or uh, Jesse Eisenberg showing up like a Andy Samberg impersonator as Lex Luthor. <laughs> yeah, nobody knew. Sam- <laughs> you don't exactly. want to fight that guy, like the Andy Samberg, Lex Luthor. We made fun <laughs> yeah. of. Like, we've been making fun of this movie the whole way. Now it's finally out, and it's uh, come out to like a really kind of interesting it really release is. because setting all type of like you know records with sales, but yet being universally panned by the critics. It's pretty terrible. Yeah, it's at twenty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Which is really what I go to. Like you, I think as you know, movie fans, we all kind of have been conditioned to not take the critics too seriously. Exactly. Rotten Tomatoes, however, is the word of gospel. That's uh, that's our opinion out there on internet form. And twenty percent is pretty pretty terrible. Pretty terrible. That's rotten. That's a <laughs> rot- that's a rotten. Tomato. You're in rotten yeah. zone right there. That's a rotten tomato. And it's interesting though because it's already also in that same aspect has made five hundred million dollars. Yeah, and it's, it hasn't been out for a week yet. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which you would definitely expect from one of these like mega, you know, Avenger type commingling of all of the different worlds. Exactly. Like you've got Batman and Superman fans apparently fighting each other. So Woo. who's not watching that? Well, here's what this thing too, because a lot of the fans I've talked to in person. Of the Geeked Up podcast and of Batman vs. Superman, but mostly the Batman vs. Superman fans. The ones that are getting Andy Dwayne ruled and have, or Andy yeah. Dwan ruled and have told us their <laughs> thoughts on Batman aren't getting full credit. But, but this of, is an interesting thing that Devin's about to bring Yeah, because so. a lot of the people I've talked to that are actually like comic book fan movies and knew what they were going into, loved it. Didn't yeah. necessarily, necessarily love it, but it said it was a great movie. It was good. Because you have to remember that, like, Man of Steel also got reasonably bad reviews. And I have, I have yet to see Batman vs. Superman, but Man of Steel I watched, and I loved it. The thing that the critic... Yeah, Man of, Man of Steel was definitely a really popular movie amongst comic book fans. And it actually exactly. got a lot of chatter and buzz and, like, a lot of interest into the second Superman. It was a little kind of darker stuff. for a Superman movie. It was more serious. And that's the thing the, big, the critics complain about. And I've mentioned this on the show before, too, but that the movie has a very dark tone. That there's no, like, humor to it. And I think with the DC movies, I've said, and I know I've mentioned this before, is the DC movies are darker. They're not like with the Marvel movies. Even when there's no action, there's still like Robert Downey Jr. clowning around Definitely. or Paul that was Rudd. My problems with those clowning movies. around is that hammy. they're like very fun and like bright, where these ones are darker. So like, I think the people that get that will like the movie. I think if you're just like a critic who wants to see like a Robert Downey Jr. funny guy, yeah, yeah. it's not going to happen. If you were shown up maybe to see the Avengers with Batman and Superman, you're getting a different kind yeah, of movie. Yeah, you're not going to see Ben Affleck clowning around about it. He's an Oscar winner, for God's sake. <laughs> and I think the other thing we've kind of discussed with this whole where these movie franchises are setting up longer running movie universe mm-hmm. kind of worlds and all that kind of stuff. This is the first of the bunch. But so. they're already pretty much rushing it. They're just trying to catch up. Cause the next that was one of your fears before. I was thinking that maybe this was... The next one is coming out is the Suicide Squad, where it's all of the potential all the villains, villains that theirs will soon be. And then the and next then, one after that is the Justice after. League. It's just straight up. They're just, just going to throw it in so there. They're like, where Marvel did it like over the pan of like three yeah, years yeah, yeah. before we even got Avengers movies. Like each person the got their own movie, movie set, set it up. Yeah, they're going one, two, three. Boom. So we got that to look forward to, but. I'm going to watch every one of them. <laughs>
<laughs> Haven't seen it yet, though. Another movie, though, which is making interesting news is um, and one I'm still shocked I haven't seen. A lot of the geek fans out there who can uh, throw stones at me. It's shocking I still haven't seen this. But it's not the reason I mentioned that Deadpool, the movie, is in the news again. Because it has now been announced that Deadpool is now the top-grossing R-rated movie of all time. Yes, the uh, top-grossing R-rated movie of all time, which is really insane when, uh, as a title to have for your movie. You uh-huh. know, the big draw of Deadpool itself was that it was the first R-rated comic book movie. Uh-huh. So this is really just like an interesting what it'll do to comic book movies in the future, feeling comfortable to go R-rated. It really is, but it's such cool to see yeah. it with like such like a not like a huge comic book character. Yes. You know, it's not like a Spider-Man. It's Deadpool. I think the, and that was the other big thing about the movie was that it was more of like a niche comic book audience. Exactly. And already a wacky character that already breaks the fourth wall we've discussed. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. It's just a really crazy thing for them to make a movie so right on such a small budget too because they weren't going to make it unless they could make it rated R just because who the character is. Yeah, like the yeah, fans yeah. didn't want to see a dumbed down version. So the studio cut the budget. Like the movie was only made with only like $68 million. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and now yeah. it's the top grossing. So imagine the kickback they're getting from it, too. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, it's the highest grossing movie, big shocker here, that Ryan Reynolds has ever been in. <laughs> Fucking somehow this one beat Van Wilder. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just great to see it. Um, it's great to see these comic book movies that are not going anywhere, either. I know yeah. there's a lot of people out there complaining about it. Like, all right, it's going to lose no, its fan. really fad. interesting. Because yeah. really the shitty one just made $500 million. I mean, yeah, it really opens the door to all sorts of, like, other kind of niche comic book, you know, mm-hmm. characters. And then also potentially, like, you know, we're just talking about the Batman Superman having kind of a darker tone. Yeah. Maybe slipping one of these other mega movies into our territory. Well, Zach's... been, like, the reason why this is the highest grossing is because none of the other movies have been R-rated, even all of, like, yeah, the other they're gonna capitalize. Usually, you know, uh, the ones that get the top grossing really have to be kind of more kid friendly. Whether it's Titanic, like all of those, well, there's summer movies, movies too. You know what I mean? Up there, summer movies. They're out during the summer. summer, but like that's if you're really going for the biggest all time draw, mm-hmm. you need that audience. But what, like, what's the harm of just being the biggest all time adult audience, like for your movie? That'll make a th- few hundred million for you. you know? Yeah, right. You're the one. They're the ones dishing it out for the kids' movies, anyway. It's not like these yeah. kids got part-time jobs. So, yeah, the, the adults are gonna be the ones that spend the money. And like you said too, there are gonna be copycats. Like Zack Snyder already said, the DVD or the Blu-ray release of Batman vs Superman is gonna be an R-rated version. I was like, oh, is it really? Yeah, yeah, After yeah. Deadpool just made fucking top-grossing, they're like, oh yeah, uh, we no, we always plan to have an R-rated one come out. But the other uh, like top-grossing R-rated movie, because that was the interesting thing. Like at first, that's one of those you told me. I almost didn't believe. We needed to go mm-hmm. through. I guess some of the other ones that were kind of in the running up there were like Whoa. The Matrix. Was the Matrix was up there. Movie. It's hilarious too, actually, who Deadpool beat out of the number one top spot was uh, take a back seat there, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Passion of the Christ. The Passion of the Christ. <laughs> just lost out to Deadpool. Which was hilarious that it's also just sweet just the Passion of the Christ was like the previous all-time highest R-rated you, movie. Of course it was. Did you ever see that movie, man? Yeah, no. They brutal. beat, like, literally, not just be a hacky, make a hacky joke here, but I'm doing it. They literally beat the bejesus out of Jesus <laughs> for, like, two hours. Man. Yeah. Like, that's all that no, movie No, definitely, is. definitely. It's like, oh, you're going to show all the people he uh, healed and the time he turned water into wine? Nah, fuck that. We're going to show him that day where he just got the yeah. shit kicked out of him for two hours. <laughs> They're skipping right over his carpentry oh, career. Yeah, right to the good right part. And it was a Mel Gibson movie, too. I can't believe this. I think the, they make the sequel to The Passion of the Christ, kind of like a Mad Max kind of sequel like the first one his family dies and the second one second he comes one, back, back for, for revenge. revenge I think that's being it's a Mel Gibson directed it movie is, it's around Easter you know? yeah, yeah I feel like Jesus should make the comeback and you would just 
There's like most people never saw the first Mad Max. You just be like, why is Jesus so mad? Yeah. Like, oh, something happened in the first one, pissed him <laughs> off. But just watch how crazy he is now. And it just uh, one more movie news is something that like snuck out of nowhere. One I was excited about the second I heard about it too is uh, Thirteen Cloverfield Lane, the uh, sequel to uh, Cloverfield. They kept under wraps for a long time. Yeah, and this was kind of like a sneak release almost. They, like, really, they really did snuck it out there without much promotion, without much fanfare. A lot like Four the first movie, one. yeah. That was really successful. They did the same kind of promotional tactics mm. they did with the first one that turned out to be like an epic hit. Yeah, the they first really one tried to capitalize on the you know uh, popularity of the first one in releasing the second one, which is interesting. And even the trailers for it were just so interesting because there was like they never like showed there was a monster. By watching the trailer for it, you would never have known it was a Cloverfield movie until like the very end where it says Cloverfield. You're like, wait, what the fuck? Is that a sequel to Cloverfield? Like, yeah. what's going on here? Because it's also kind of like this one is actually more of like a. I don't know how you would term it, but like an actual movie. No, an the actual first movie. One was like a, a found footage film. Found is footage. What they call them. Okay. Yeah, it's like a found There's footage a film. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Well, buddy. what do you mean? Is there? Isn't that the only movie of the whole genre? No, Blair they... Witch Project. Okay, there's a lot of found that's... footage movies. It's kind well, of a Blair big Witch thing. Was, yeah, I guess that was the reason Cloverfield. Did was... they find the Blair Witch video, or wasn't it kind of just like they found you were the video? Watching it as no, 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 no. It was like the only thing found of the missing oh, kids. Shit, I forgot about that. It's a found footage movie. All right, all right. The only reason Cloverfield was like kind of neat. The first one, because it was a found footage film, it was the first time, in my opinion, where they did a found footage movie. It kind of like I said, like Blair Witch is a very personal, like they're in the woods, and that's why it's spooky because like some creepy old witch can pop out of the tree at any second. Yeah, yeah. Whereas this one is the first time they've ever done kind of like a larger than life, like Godzilla kind of monster yes. from like a small one person point of view, no, if definitely. that makes any sense. That whole like apocalyptic kind of feel of like, holy shit, we're all fucked. Exactly. I'm at my wedding party or whatever is going on, and that like 100%. New York City apartment, what's uh, gonna happen? Yeah, 100%. It's uh, not one of those things you're gonna turn around a corner or something spooky. Yeah gonna pop out it's like you're gonna turn around a corner and see this thing fucking ripping down Times square it's <laughs> yeah. like jesus it's holding some lady on top of the empire state building but, but like <laughs> but like that was kind of so like the whole part about cloverfield was it kind of snuck like the first mm -hmm. one was like uh you know they never told you what it was they just gave you like the only clip they ever gave was the statue of liberty head like rolling down fucking the road yeah. and there was like oh my god oh, remember that Mark yeah the whole campaign and that was it and that's all they ever gave you until the movie came out you're just like what the hell is this movie because it's a jj abrams produced thing the like bad robot production company so they do these movies in like total secrecy so the same thing with this one like you said it's filmed more like a real movie so that was also like the kind of like the throwback, uh, kind of like the uh, red herring of it is like, wait, how is this the Cloverfield sequel? Yeah, exactly. What's Again, the first one too, like hired unknown actors to make it seem real. This one stars John Goodman, which is uh, which he, all movies should star. Yeah, John Goodman, really. really. That's where they really dropped the ball on the first one, <laughs> and it's getting great reviews. And again, I can't believe I haven't seen this one either yet. So I have no, and I haven't looked up any anything about it either because I don't want spoilers for it. Because I love the first one so much, but it's getting great, yeah, great it's getting reviews. Great reviews. It's doing really well. Everyone's talking about how great John Goodman is. It big shock. Good, how good John Goodman is in it. Try saying that three times fast. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's fucking getting really, really good reviews. But what would movie news be without some movie trailer news? Which is always a fine accompany to a movie. Yeah, exactly. Get there early, watch the trailers. <laughs> but um, we got another view of uh, Captain America Civil War. We got a new trailer for it. Got a better look at the characters. You got to see more Ant-Man in it, a little more Black Panthers. But the real big revelation was at the very end of the trailer, we got our first glimpse of Spider-Man. We got a little bit of Spider-Man. little Spider-Man. 
In now mixing it up with the boys, stealing Captain America's shield and uh, suits a little different. It's uh, kind of the same suit, more of like a blacker outline. I'm not gonna say that it looks a little like Deadpool. I'm just <laughs> yeah, gonna, gonna say uh, Spider-Man sure was when saying he took his fuck mask a lot off and winked yeah. at the camera though. It was a little, yeah. little unspidey, but he sure didn't say fuck a lot. Yeah, no, definitely the trailer definitely kind of sets him up to uh, look like he's going to be a major player. Like you said, yeah. he's stealing Captain America's shield. Stealing in the Captain, Captain America's America shield movie, and it also has like his suit's a little more high tech. The eyes on it actually like move when he was like talking. They kind of like one of those sounding kind of things. You know what I mean? <laughs> so with him stealing Captain America's shield and with him having kind of like this high tech suit, you got to think he might be on Iron Man's side. Yeah. It's looking like he's uh, saying, fuck America. <laughs> I'm a spider, man. Yeah, right. There's spiders all over the world. Yeah, of course, he's going to team up the other Brazil's man. Brazil's got a lot of spiders, too. God damn it. I'm not sticking with you, Captain America. Iron Man, Spider-Man. It just makes <laughs> sense. But I'm super excited about that one. Even more excited. Because, uh, of course, that's all going to lead up to uh, the standalone Spider-Man movie, eventually, that takes place in the Marvel Universe, starring uh, Marissa Tomei. <laughs> so, Marissa Tomei, Devin. Don't go out and fight this late Spider-Man. So that's the big uh, trailer news for me. That movie's coming out so yeah, soon, that, too. That movie, kind of unlike the Batman, Superman, the trailers are keep on making this one look better and better, surprisingly. They, which, like, the yeah. trailers do really look good, and then they've kind of debuted mm-hmm. Spider-Man, like you said, in this ambiguous... Like, it wasn't just a glimpse of like a great Spider-Man yeah, kicking it, ass. It, it wasn't was like a of, Luke Skywalker and the new Star Wars. <laughs> like, it wasn't yeah. just like Spider-Man turning around at the end, <laughs> looking all sad. Yeah, it looks like he's going to be kind of more of like uh, ambiguous. What side's he on? What direction's yeah. he heading in? Which was a big of, thing in the comics, too. That uh, It was like they're both trying to... like Both teams are trying to recruit Spider-Man. For whatever reason. And another cool thing about though, For just, whatever reason. For whatever reason. He shoots webs out of his hands <laughs> yeah. and his eyes go... Z- 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 yeah, we have a God of Thunder on our team. No, we <laughs> want that teenage spider kid. <laughs> yeah. But, also a younger Spider-Man. Like, yeah, we've talked... Like, we've yeah, talked they've casted before. the younger Spider-Man. And the other interesting news about it, too, or just an interesting thing if you think about it, and I think, I've, again, I've mentioned this before, but is that he's the only one in the movie universe, at least, that has a secret identity. You know what I mean? Like, all of them are, like, in the world, everyone knows who they that's are. That's true, that's true. You know true. what I mean? Like, everyone knows uh, Tony Stark is Iron Man. Than, uh, he really is. So that's going to be an interesting draw on it, too, to see, you know, which side he takes. How he and, protects Peter Parker during this whole... Yeah, come on. Maybe Peter Parker will support Iron Man, <laughs> whereas Spider-Man like Captain supports America guy. Captain America. I like it, I like it. Kind of like a Dr. Jekyll thing we got going on <laughs> here. And then in the movie where Spider-Man will fight himself and Peter Parker uh, will get killed by... I'm sure that's a comic line somewhere. I'm sure that's happened before in the comics. It's been out since like the 60s. You think they've crossed that bridge before? But another kind of like possible, a potential upcoming trailer news, there's a... Uh, TV announcement. We've talked about these uh, reboots coming out before. Coach. Yeah, another big theme for the Geeked Up yeah. show is a lot of 90s and 80s TV show reboots. So we got a uh, MacGyver, a MacGyver reboot coming out. Yeah, not as much like, like Devin was saying, not as much as a trailer, but I guess, what is it, like the... Uh, like an announcement. Am, yeah, there's been an announcement that there's going to be... already like, got some people cast. Yes. Um, and then, so we were looking into it a level deeper. We were yeah. taking a closer look on MacGyver, some might MacGyver. Say. Now, if you remember the old and show MacGyver, it was about like a guy that didn't use guns and only could make bombs and anything out of like just common household tools. Yeah, that was MacGyver. That was the niche of the show. It yeah, was that yeah. he was just a crafty son of a bitch, solving crimes, blowing crafty, shit up, definitely with was. just like a watch, uh, iron hanger, and a metal chair. Oh. <laughs> so I wanted to see, you know, how they're gonna. 
how the new show is going to be presented. So the big news isn't really that the MacGyver reboot's coming out. It's more of IMDb's uh, synopsis of what the show is going to be out. Yeah, yeah. We took an IMDb look. and uh, It was pretty crazy. And this it, is one that stunned even DB over here. Yeah. I think I might be smarter than IMDb this time. <laughs> yeah, again, I think, I think this really might prove who is the real DB over here. I think DB might have got this run wrong. But when I looked up the new MacGyver, read the synopsis, synopsis read something insane. It said... John McLeo is a man living with his deformed wife in a dump. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't sound like the MacGyver. Two storylines I don't <laughs> remember from the original MacGyver. All right, so MacGyver's falling some hard times. It's really <laughs> yeah, right. His wife's all deformed. He's living in a dump. His- but then, using parts of junk, all right, sounds like our Again, MacGyver. Back to MacGyver. He creates a robot to help save the world from an alien invasion. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Couple things here. One, his name's John McLeo. Yeah, I was gonna say, what is, is this McLeo or MacGyver? First of all, when does he take the MacGyver like name? I'll be MacGyver now. Second of all, it just totally fades away from his deformed wife. <laughs> I know. Did and you, yeah, did they really mention? Yeah, do they really need to mention the defo- the shitty life of McLeo? Yeah, like, did that need to get mentioned when he, he built a robot to yeah. fight the uh, aliens? I mean, Jesus Christ! Instead of using, do we have to break his balls about his shitty apartment. I mean, fuck. <laughs> and instead of using the parts to uh, help undeform his deformed wife, like yeah. almost like, oh, using parts, he's gonna help his wife. He builds robots to fight aliens. <laughs> Like I think I know why he's in a dump. Yeah, he's finally lost MacGyver it. was not like like MacGyver was never a sci-fi show. Yeah. MacGyver was supposed to be way more steeped in real life to the point where like you only had household things like that's yeah. real life fucking action right there, MacGyver boy. Not him building a robot to fight aliens. Yeah, to fight aliens. <laughs> <laughs> We've now gone four storylines I don't remember from. Well, he leaves this he deformed like wife home. son of a bitch. But. Where you going, McLeo? I don't have time for this today, deformed <laughs> wife. guy for goddammit. <laughs> oh, man. So keep a sharp eye for that. I'm predicting that I'm smarter than IMDb yes. yet again, and that's what this is not going to be about. I think, yeah, the only true answer to the bad MacGyver is that the IMDb page got hacked. Yeah, but in full disclosure, I also really hope that uh, the computer IMDb is correct. <laughs> yeah. I guess, yeah, and in, like, uh, teaser (laughs) news, I will not watch the real MacGyver. We'll definitely watch the McLovin MacGyver. The McLeo (laughs) MacGyver. Uh, Just see how deformed is. Yeah, really. I'm really curious about that. what kind of dump this idiot is actually living in. (laughs) So we'll definitely be on the lookout for that. But in real TV news, uh, season two of Daredevil has now been out on Netflix. Yeah, and TV shows that definitely do exist. Yeah. Daredevil season two already up on Netflix. And in pure Netflix form, I was able to watch the whole season in two days. <laughs> able to binge watch the entire season yeah, in two all days. 13 hours of it. Fuck you, commercials. I'm mm. done with the entire season. Yeah, or waiting weeks. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't have to wait next week for next week on Daredevil. Because <laughs> then I think I would hate the show. But the show's great. It's uh, season two of Daredevil. Uh, you know, of course, again, still starring Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock, the blind lawyer of Hell's Kitchen. Also, Daredevil, the protector of Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, it's sticking true with the, all the Daredevil classic features, classic mm-hmm. storylines. Yeah, the old characters are back. We got new Shot characters. actually on location in Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, it really is. And you can, you know, a lot of noticeable sites living in New York. It's uh, You can tell when something's actually filmed in New York versus, like, yeah, a fake yeah. New York set. And it's, so it definitely shows in the show. It takes place, again, in the same uh, universe as, like, all the Avengers movies and all that. 
but more of a... It's in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, but so much so that you might not even know. Maybe just a nod here and there of, like... Like, if you're in a newspaper, uh, there's, like, a lot of scenes in, like, a newspaper place. And you see the, uh, like, an old... pretzel stand scenes up there. You see... (laughs) You see, like, an old newspaper hanging up in the background of, like, something from the first Avengers movie. You're like, oh, okay, it takes place in the same universe. But this one's more of, like, a gritty... Ground level one, it's very violent. It's almost like if it was a well, movie, he deals with more of like the street crime element. He anyway. does. Like he's a New York City street thug fighter. Exactly. He's not like an Iron Man out there saving the world. Not saving the world, just saving old ladies, getting their purse stolen, <laughs> or the good people of Hell's Kitchen. I mean, he's blind. You can't ask so much of this guy. Right? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> he's giving it his all. But this is also another one of these Marvel Avenger style where they're starting the whole like commingled world exactly. leading up to a bigger thing with all sorts of the defenders players. the defenders not the avengers them. but the defenders yeah and this is a whole group of street level uh kind of like hip heroes all in new york all based in new york city daredevil being the only witch i've ever heard of yeah there's daredevil and then you know the first season of daredevil came out then the first season of jessica jones came out which got good reviews but it was really book. good which had like nods to Daredevil. There was a couple like cross characters in both shows. Now and who this... plays Jessica Jones is played by Kristen Ritter. Okay, Kristen Ritter, of course. And um, David Tennerman played the villain on that one, and he was just great in it, just fantastic. And then so now the second season of Daredevil came out, but in Jessica Jones, also Luke Cage was in it a lot of the episodes. He's also going to be the next one coming out is going to be season one of Luke Cage. Okay, Luke Cage. And then we're going to get some Iron Fist in there. Then you round it off with Iron Fist. And then they're all going to come together. Mix up all of the Defenders. Mix up the Defenders. We're going to make a six episode. Uh... The scariest legal counsel ever. <laughs> <laughs> He's a lawyer. He's a... Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, it's going to be a but, lot like Franklin and Bash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. But the uh, and then I guess you were kind of talking about the villain and the Jessica Jones, but pretty badass villain in Daredevil season two. Daredevil season two, man. You know, season one of Daredevil was uh, of course Vincent D'Onofrio as Wilson Fisk, aka the Kingpin. But this one we got um we got a few few different things going on this season. I'm not going to give too much away, but of course we've seen it. The main big baddie, the big guy we're keeping our eye on this one is uh, John Barenthal from Walking Dead is playing Punisher. The Punisher, yes. And doing Who's, a great job playing him. Yeah, badass Punisher. Because the Punisher is like a standalone character in of itself where he's had his own movies and TV yeah, shows. Yeah, the movie sucked. Well, the John Travolta one sucked. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. The, uh, when Marvel did its whole Marvel Knights thing, they had a Punisher. It was called a Punisher Warzone. And it was from, uh, oh, I can't believe I'm forgetting the guy's name. It's the guy from Rome. He was uh, like one of the big soldiers. Caesar. No, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> Obviously, he was like one of the big guys in it. I've, Ray Winstone played uh, Punisher, and it was just ultra-violent. Like, the movie literally starts off with him just, like, hopping into, like, a dinner table full of, like, criminals talking and just runs in and, like, chops everyone's head <laughs> off. And, like, it's, like, over-the-top violence. Nice. Just, like, it's nice. hilarious. Obviously, like, didn't As a do- Punisher comic should be. Exactly. And that's how he kind of was portrayed in this. It was, like, very just, like... Bloody, bloody, like very badass, killing everybody, no questions asked, like everyone must die. Because I feel that where this Defenders whole world is going to lack is the name recognition. I've never heard of any of the other main characters, let alone whatever villains they're in. So they really got to capitalize when Daredevil can fight Punisher. That's going to carry this whole franchise. Exactly. And so far with these series too, man, the villains have been the standout characters. Yeah, Vincent D'Onofrio was was awesome. David Tennerman was awesome. You know, John Barenthal was great. And he just played like a psycho guy very well too, much like so did Vincent D'Onofrio. He just plays like he does the right amount of like little weird twitches. Like he can't say anything about his dead family. 
family without him going crazy on you. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, but he just does it well. Like I truly felt I was watching a Punisher here, so it was great. I'm not gonna give it too much away. Maybe later on we'll touch on it again, but. There's still a lot of spoilers out there. It hasn't been out very long, so I'm going to give you geeks a chance to watch it. If you have a life outside of watching Netflix shows, <laughs> not like me, to bang down in two days, enjoy the show for after what it f- is. After you get through with Fuller House, click over to the action yeah. genre. And, and the new Pee Wee Herman movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's also premiered on Netflix. Man, Netflix is killing it. I'll tell you, the day all the right contracts. The Pee Wee Herman movie came out the day Daredevil did, and I was like all geared up to watch Daredevil. And then like the first like thing they were like advertising was like Pee Wee Herman movie. It was like him doing like still motion, like hey, point to the play. And I did. <laughs> and literally, how was it? How was the new? How an hour and a half later, I was like, after the movie was over, I was like, I guess I should watch Daredevil now. I was like, fuck, what just happened there? <laughs> and I'm gonna be honest, I did not hate it. Classic Pee Wee. <laughs> Classic Pee Wee. <laughs> Still just a big, lovable child. But in uh, other TV news, a non-Netflix... Okay! <laughs> in other non-Netflix uh, TV shows, uh, your regular cable TV, of course, we're talking some Walking Dead. Yeah, this is the other big... This is the uh, this is sitting on the throne of the TV world right now. Of course. You know, one of the top-grossing shows. And we're heading into the watched. finale. Season finale, coming up. The full season finale. We've already touched on the half-season finale. Mm-hmm. Now we got the full. Still no Negan. Still no Negan yet. Uh, somebody big is going to die coming up this week. Yeah, everyone's already in pretty much danger spots. You know what I mean? Now, what was the big bridge from the last episode? There's always like the season before the season finale always ends with a huge cliffhanger. That's right. And again, leaving you into the finale. I will put spoilers on this one. So, spoiler alert if you're not caught up on Walking Here's Dead. Here's your Walking Dead spoiler alert. So, the last episode ended with like Glenn and. I think Michonne getting caught, and then two more people get caught, one of which is Daryl. The guy like has him at gunpoint at the end of the episode. The screen goes black. Then you hear the gunshot. The screen splatters in blood. Then the guy that shot him was like, he'll be all right. And I was like, will he, though? <laughs> you know, you got Carol and Morgan running off away. There's a lot of, so there's a lot of people outside the camp, a lot of people in trouble. We know that Jeffrey Dean Morgan's playing Negan. Now, in the tra- uh, trailers for the season finale, we've seen him from the back, kind of, like holding the spiked baseball bat. Holding his infamous bat. So we know someone's meeting it. meeting heard their- him say, I'm Negan. I'm Negan. <laughs> So we know someone's meeting their due. It's going to be a main character. You know, it's going to be like a big one. It's going to be one of the big ones. It's going to be one of the big ones. So, so now are you ready to put down your official geeked up? I'm going to throw some predictions. Walking at, Dead prediction here. Who's some predictions going down? And theories because I can't say for sure. I don't know exactly where they're going with this. So in the comic books, as we've mentioned before, it's Glenn. Glenn's the one that takes it to the face in the end. Okay. But now in the middle of the beginning of the season, we already had like the Glenn potential death thing. You yeah, know what I mean? We already had Glenn elude death once. It'd and be then, a little bit weird to have him ultimately die right after. It'd be really. It'd be like, are we killing? Uh, are we killing Glenn twice? Yeah. What was one the point season? Of Jesus. Him crawl out from underneath that load of zombies if he was just gonna get his face smashed in by Negan. Exactly. So now we're thinking like you know the shows doesn't always stick like what the comics does. So a lot that was of the other thing I was going to say is the show traditionally has went off comic a lot of times anyway. And they've killed other characters in a similar way that other characters have been killed in the comics. So this has happened before. A lot of the fan theory is saying Daryl. You know, he's already shot now. Even if he's not dead, it could be uh, Negan's taking him out. He's caused a lot of damage to Negan's guys. You know, he single-handedly has killed a lot of the uh, saviors, a lot of these people. So... They already don't like him. There's a little Easter egg in one episode where he does kill a lot of people. And in the background, you could almost chalk it up to, like, an editing mistake. You see a car, like, drive out and just pull away. But a lot of people speculate that that was Negan watching it. 
So he's already going to kind of have it out for Daryl. You know what I mean? <laughs> Negan was watching from afar, yeah, building he, his case against. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was in my Volkswagen that time when you killed yeah. all those people, motherfucker. Yeah. Don't tell me you did. I hired the defenders as my lawyers. <laughs> and then, um, but another thing, Carol has kind of gone off the walls. She's someone that a lot of people think might take it to the face with a baseball bat. <laughs> now, some people She's are guessing prone uh, for a spiked baseball bat to the face. You with know, her recent behavior. Of course, Glenn is a top candidate. You know, you got the guy, get, the guy that actually actually gets, gets it. You know, in the, in the he's a top candidate for it. And then uh, another one is Morgan, who I don't think is a character that's just been established. I, I just think it would be a letdown if he killed off he's Morgan. Not big enough. He shows up every now and then from season to season, so he's not like someone that like you're truly invested in. He's a badass character, but yeah. like, you know, it could also be Michonne. You could never be know. Michonne. Anybody? It could be anybody. But they're also, I was thinking of what I've been reading, and they're also going to think, I think it's going to be one of those things where it's going to show him, like, actually, like, swing the bat, but they're not going to show you who he kills to, like, the next season premiere, like, a year later. Just oh, to well, keep that you would be toes. a big Walking Dead letdown for, like, a bloody, every, like, shoot em up show where everybody's exactly. always dying. They're known for their big finales here. That would be a little like yeah. a Sopranos esque fucking letdown. Exactly. exactly. Cliffhanger. <laughs> but there was going to be another season though, so we'll get to see who he kills. But that's my theory. <laughs> All right, so that's an interesting theory. Is that uh, nobody, somebody's going to get it, but in, in the, but we're not going to know until yeah. next who year. Who is it? But uh, that'll take it for the Walking Dead then for a year, so we won't get our Walking Dead catch ups except. That Fear the Walking Dead comes out the yeah, week after but that. But the Walking Dead void will be filled. The zombies live on. Where season two... By a bunch of zombie... By zombie survivors <laughs> taking it to the water. That's right. Like Much like Andy Samberg said, they're on a boat. <laughs> they can't believe that they're on a boat. But season two starting off, season two ended with them like getting like meeting up with the guy, and they found the yacht. So they you they're all gonna go on a yacht. They're gonna yeah. take it a different direction instead of uh, being on land and just instead scavenging. Of building a camp, they're gonna go on a yacht and yeah. hit the seas. Disney Cruise Lines. They're <laughs> gonna go uh, hit the open seas. So we'll see that like a uh, zombie until pirates. Zombie, but yeah, I was gonna say until a <laughs> boat of zombie pirates hijack, <laughs> until some zombie Somalians hijack their boat. Exactly, but you know it has the potential. You got to stop somewhere and refuel. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's gonna be a lot that could uh it really just shows like the vast popularity of it though because this is just like it they've just built such a recipe for success where all you got to do is just make because this is also setting. like a west coast zombie yeah so this one's like in the california same world, the same people and stuff but it's just going to be different characters dealing with the same shit that everybody loves exactly so will it oversaturate the walking dead you know market it hasn't yet yeah and so far it says no until like get back to the characters that you love and find out who negan did or did not kill but so those two things are big TV news in that aspect. So that'll do it for the news. But as always, just uh, the top of the news, we were talking about all these top-grossing movies, Batman Superman. We were talking about Deadpool, all these top-grossing films that are out right now. And that got us uh, thinking about a little something we might be able to take a closer look at. Close and look. Close and look. Close and look. Break out the telescope, then the microscope, all of your other scopes, it's exactly what you hold. We're gonna look real close, take a closer look, closer look, closer look. Oh yeah, baby, closer look. Once again, big shout out to Andre Davi at SoundCloud.com. Still taking them episode 10 emails, y'all. Woo, baby!
But like I said before, talking about these uh, top-grossing movies out in the theaters right now, it got us taking a closer look at uh, other top-grossing movies that have been out in the past, and not just that, but maybe some that here at the Geeked Up podcast we find a little overrated or just yeah. flat-out don't like. I'd say kind of an honor of uh, Batman vs. Superman hitting $500 million in the box office, yet only 20% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Got us thinking that some of the movies that me and Devin ruled as Rotten Tomatoes, yet really banked it in, cashed in on the, uh, the exactly. old box office. Or I want to kick that... it right off with Titanic, all right? Can all right. we all just agree? Your heart will the not. Highest grossing, yeah, the like, all-time highest grossing movie. A, one of these, a little too long. Like, did it need to be four hours to tell the yeah, story? Jesus. B, like, yes, it was a good rom- – like, if it was just thought of as just, like, a like regular romantic movie, all right, that's fine. It was a good enough romantic movie. You know, Leo made me uh, choke up a time or two, oh, you know. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> when he's standing on the edge of that boat or whatever and he's yelling and stuff. King of the world, know. baby. Yeah. Who's got it better than him right there? <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, it was a good romantic movie. Yeah, all right, whatever. But the all-time highest rated like grossing movie yeah, ever really. and at the time like shattering records where it was like you couldn't go like if you didn't it was one of those like the Seinfeld English patient things where like <laughs> if you didn't go see this five hour epic you looked at you were looked at as like wait a minute you haven't seen the Titanic yet like, well that was a crazy thing about it too if you remember another reason it's so top grossing is that was that movie too where people was like oh I've seen it like six times yes. in the theaters it was, it was like, like the Grateful Dead of movie what? concerts where it was just like you had to do repeat viewings and you're right like my friend's little sister saw it like 13 times yeah. when it was out and whatnot. But I've never been more pressured into seeing a movie that otherwise like nobody would like only 30% of the regular population would care about became this somehow crossed over into like a household yeah. tradition. About a fucking... And I haven't really heard about it since. It never gets brought up in the like lists of pantheons of other mm-hmm. great movies. You know what I mean? Like Forrest Gump's every coming up every couple years. Somebody, <laughs> somebody mentions that piece of shit to me. But <laughs> Titanic, you never hear anything about. Nobody's ever like retrospecting about how great Titanic was. And the other awful thing about that fucking movie too was um, that was when we got uh, the real takeover of Celine Dion with her husband going on and on and that yeah. fucking awful yeah. music video uh, of her just like wafting her arms yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man look at an Andre Davi collaboration yeah. <laughs> Celine Dion Andre Davi yeah no, it was really hitting us from all angles like you couldn't turn the TV without hearing about it you couldn't put on the radio without yeah. hearing about it's it fucking number one on TRL and I guess while we're on the subject Forrest Gump I don't know how much of a box office success it was no, that's, but I hate that, that was fucking huge. movie that was a huge movie I think and again too it was like the soundtrack was way bigger but that's right that's very right. overrated <laughs> fucking no I like Forrest Gump come on man a <laughs> retarded guy that ran around the country and was a ping pong yeah, champion we'll get to best special education films <laughs> later but not a huge Dude, he's got a university degree, dude. He played football for, like, Auburn. He went to the moon and yeah. like, assassinated Kennedy. Oh, man. Well, see, okay, so I guess after Forrest Gump, I would go kind of back to a James Cameron movie and say Avatar. That fucking piece of shit. Okay. Now we're going a little bit more recent, too. Uh-huh. Which uh-huh. is one of the more, like, uh... But again, another James Cameron movie, another top grocer, another one everyone seemed to love... Oh, my God. And the, the other big thing, too, with that movie was, like, one of the first times they filmed it in, like, real 3D cameras. Yeah, that was, again, kind of, like, a more visually stimulating kind of experience than other movies. It was the 3D cameras, like you said. Yeah, you had to wear the 3D glasses to go see Avatar. And I fucking hated that movie, man. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm going to watch these giant, like, Smurf horses, like, yeah, get... Yeah. 
And it was one of those ones, too. Like, well, we're the bad guys. Oh, here yeah. come the humans. All we care about is and like, littering. Of, and, yeah, like, you know, Pocahontas parallels and, like, all oh, these dude, other things that people that. were fucking that. It was, um... Call- it was um like a Dancing with Wolves or Last Samurai, Dancing with Wolves, like oh. all of those movies. So it was a very like unoriginal storyline. They weren't set in the grounds with anything other than the fact that it was just like the new visually stimulating movie. Mm. It was but pretty this, to like, look at. Post fucking two thousand, you know, one world of high definition TVs. Like, is it really deserved to have that much? Be that much more? Uh, no, and the sequels are coming out. He's still working on them. Two and three, they're gonna like be filmed at the same time. So we get more of this fucking horse shit. <laughs> People plugging their ponytails in the back of their head to become a blue alien. Oh, my God. That movie it was so bad and yeah. so long. And again, so fucking long, man. It was like a three and a half hour movie. Yeah. What's up with these movies? The longer the fucking the longer they are, the more people are going to buy them. And I guess maybe kind of just talking about the uh, Avatar sequels. But there's definitely a trend. I'm sure they'll do great because there's definitely a trend of like sequels cashing it in where it kind of mm-hmm. just like looking at the highest grossing like Transformers 3 yeah. was on the list which I didn't I didn't like the first two enough to even make it to the third of the franchise but yet it was just like that one was somehow more watched by people yeah, than yeah. the first two that they loved enough to make a third <laughs> yeah. it was just like where were the and they even got rid of they even league. got rid of Megan Fox in the third one, which means like everyone's really clamoring around Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> We're all being like, "Oh, how's Shia gonna fight these robots?" And those movies too, man. You watch these fucking Transformers movies, the cartoon we loved as kids. So when you make the movie, you got Michael Bay, fucking like it should be easy enough. Yeah, like we don't need like this teen angst. Like, oh, Shia LaBeouf can be able to like yeah. be what like the teens that the studio thinks the teens find conceptually cool to like. Will he hook up with that hot girl who knows about dirt bikes? And yeah. it was like. Is that cares, more important dude. than them turning from like there's literally you know, a war of robots going on on Earth? But no, please let's watch another fucking like Shia LaBeouf doing something nerdy, yeah. cute, silly mistake he made. But that's what you got to do to get the young girls watching the Transformers. Oh well, yeah, well you saw so. that with the uh, Twilight movies too. The Twilight, okay, there's a great one too because I was gonna go over on the third. I was gonna go stick with another third, but like Iron Man three, yeah, again more popular than the other two. But yeah, Twilight is a good one where that's just like. That was another uh, copied from the book, but like a Com- very that was even more so than Avatar. I think like a pop culture phenomenon where you couldn't go anywhere without everybody yeah. talking about Twilight. Talking about Twilight. So it's a TV crossovers, and everywhere you looked, it was Twilight, 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 everything. And again, much like Titanic, something that like you would otherwise have no necessarily. That was when vampires were hot in general. Yeah, it was yeah, just the like, true blood on such, TV like, and everything. Marketed to the female kind of. Romantic audience Exactly And that's why I can't hate on it too much Because it's obviously Like not a movie That's like marketed For us Like It'd be a funnier thing If I was like I was a Twilight fan Like you know, like, like enough dudes like us had to go out and buy tickets for it to be mm-hmm. so high grossing. No, that's true. And I don't think we were all getting bullied by the girlfriends into doing it. Like a lot of just regular dudes went to go see it because yeah. it was so talked about or oh, whatever. We love vampires, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. They're so good. They glitter in the sun. See, to me, the biggest problem with those movies that vampire's is hot, bro. It's fucking like the leading lady of those movies was Kristen Stewart, just like that miserable like. Foul faced, like angry, skinny girl. It's like, man, it's like really like that's the leading lady. Yeah, this is who they're all. This is who the vampires are pining over. Jesus. And I guess maybe kind of while we're on the subject of Twilight now, so segueing over, sticking with that theme, 
but about the uh, you got to get the Twilight was so successful because it really hit with the teens. Mm-hmm. That's really the big the movie market. That's who go to movies. The other huge market that you have to hit and puts all these movies on the lists. But all the Pixar movies, the Toy Stories, like uh, yeah. when it came out, Finding Nemo, and it seems mm-hmm. like every time they put out one of these, it like it reaches epic box office standards. No, it does. And that's another word. Like I'm sure they're good enough movies for kids. Like I'm not saying Titanic was bad. I'm not saying these movies are bad. But like are enough adults really going to fucking see? Finding Nemo for it to like shoot above the Matrix on the list. Like the scary thing is, yes, man. I challenge you to go to someone our age and tell them you hate Finding Nemo. More times than not, they'd be like, "How? It's so good. It looks so real." Like, yeah, yeah. but it's a cartoon. I know, for but it's kids, not real. you asshole. And it's about a big fish like, like going to fucking save its mom or whatever happens. Yeah, how dare you tell me this two-hour movie about a fish finding his way home is good? <laughs> I watch it even when my kids aren't around. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, seriously, because that's one of those, like, what are you doing? straight up kids' movies. You know what I mean? Like, Zathora or whatever <laughs> didn't hit this, like, high watermark. But Finding Nemo does. Yeah. Finding Nemo <laughs> definitely does. But then, you know, let's go think back to a little, like, some of, like, the big ones like, from our day, like, some of the big 90s ones, the big 90s adventure ones. You can't think of a top-grossing movies to hate without thinking of Bruce Willis and the rest of the crew from Armageddon. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Another Affleck. Affleck's <laughs> second contribution to the shittiest all-time rating. <laughs> yeah, really, <man. laughs> This one, we get a little Billy Bob Thornton. We get uh, Liv Tyler in there. and her. Affleck's fucking... really built up the resume of horrible movies between this one, Armageddon, and then he's he's also in Jiggly, which he's is also definitely in like, that's like ranked as one of the all-time most laughed at, like yeah. lowly thought of movies. Not top grossing, but just like straight up. He's in a couple of the all-time top grossing worst, horribles, yeah. but then also the all-time horrible. Yeah, Armageddon was a but real yeah, Armageddon, and that was, was a real another, piece of shit. Had a big song attached to it. Well, was definitely Aerosmith. That song was oh my god. That was another thing we couldn't have got through uh, any time. Let me just turn on MTV. Yeah, I don't want to close my eyes. It's like Jesus, dude. <laughs> In one of those Aerosmith songs that was so obviously like made for the movie, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like Sony gave him eight hundred million. To I think the video was it. even like him in a space station, like <laughs> yeah. fucking doing his weird lady dance. Yeah, <laughs> Steven Tyler on the moon, but and that kind of uh, aspect too, though. Uh, Day after tomorrow, if you remember that one, it was like. Don't. Oh, the global patterns are wrong. Was that There's... Will Smith? No, but kind of in that same genre. It was during the height of like Independence Day and like Men in Black, okay. and these big disaster kind of movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like it was about like the polar ice caps and like weather patterns finally going wrong. Dennis Quaid was in it. Jake Gyllenhaal was in it. And again, they're like stuck in New York. <laughs> are you sure this was 94? No, this sounds, I'm telling you. <laughs> Between Bill Pullman and, and fucking and they're sti- Dennis Quaid. They're stuck in um, like New York, but like the weather's weird. There's tornadoes in New York. And like, you know, like the Hudson <laughs> floods over and destroys the city. And then it freezes over. And it was so awful. It was just like, we get it. We like to watch yeah. fucking miniature versions of our big statues destroyed <laughs> on the big screen in various forms. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, uh, don't remember that one. Sure, it was terrible, but that definitely is like <laughs> kind of like ID Four, which I'm sure both of us like did like, of course. At the but time, that was just way too like cheesy of an action flick. It was like National Treasure, Welcome but for somehow it was like the biggest movie ever, and it got way too much of. A, it, I think maybe the fact that it came out 
on Fourth of July. Fourth of July. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. like brilliant marketing, but it really was. And it was just like at the height of special effects. You know, it was like at that turn, like now it would look cheesy, but at that turn, it was like, look how like a yeah. technology advanced we are. Like it looks like Jeff Goldblum <laughs> is actually flying that thing with Will Smith, which is what a hilarious team up anyway. <laughs> that like, how could you really hate ID4? It's like, oh, we're going to team up. Oh, action star Will Smith just coming off hot off bad boys. Like, oh, yeah, and who are you going to team up with? Like another action guy? Kind of Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, who's his sidekick at the beginning? Harry Connick Jr., y'all. <laughs> like, all right, dude. And President Bill Pullman. President <laughs> fucking Bill Pullman, man. From Spaceballs himself to now the free leader of the United yeah, States. Yeah, what's his face? Uh, I forget Goldblum's dad's name, but he was hilarious also. <laughs> <laughs> what about the uh, Area 51s? <laughs> <laughs> that fucking asshole. But again, kind of uh, where I thought you were going to more from... Like, uh, the earlier kind of blockbuster kid-oriented movies. Okay. I think both me and you have talked about the show that we were never a fan of it, but it was, like, the all-time epic movie. But E.T. had the big ride. It's got the iconic bicycle in the moon. Mm-hmm. One, of, one of the original blockbuster standards. E.T. Honestly, come on. Pretty uh, creepy alien. Too yeah. young of a, a a pre being hot Drew Barrymore. What's the whole big, what's, what's the hubbubaloo about this shitty movie? See, and I think I, I would have wanted that shitty alien out of my house the first. I would have been finding <laughs> yeah. his way home. Fucking yeah! First he ate all my candy. And he's just <laughs> yeah. living in here. He'd be sleeping on the streets by day two in my world. And give me my bike back too. God damn it! <laughs> <He's a> shit. <laughs> Put some clothes on, all right? There's kids in the house. See, I hate that movie for a different reason other than just, like, I was so scared of it as a kid. That, like, even to this day, like, someone's like, oh, what are you watching? E.T. It's like, ooh, is it, is it past the scary part at the beginning yet? Yeah, I know. Definitely. The... <laughs> Traumatized me this day. A little creepy for a kid. Oh, my God. He fucking catches him in the cornfield. Grows all, like, ten feet tall and screams in his face. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me it's not the scariest shit you're going to show to a five-year-old. As you're telling him it's not scary, he's yeah. nice. Oh, no, it's look, like, it's fun. Yes. Yeah. That's as equally as scary as Large Marge to a five-year-old. All right? <laughs> Pee-wee's Big Adventure. And the show came on Saturday morning. I had to make sh- ask my mom every morning. Oh, Pee-wee was definitely way too creepy for me. Like, it was <laughs> something so unsettling. Maybe if you like, like don't like clowns or whatever. But right, that whole right. like wacky fucking... Uh, See, to me, I had asked my mom when the Saturday morning cartoon show came on that it wasn't the movie. I'm like, all right, this is the show, right? Like, Large Marge isn't showing up here at any point, right? <laughs> Scaring the bejesus out of me. What is this monster lady doing with Pee Wee? Seriously. But we're getting off topic here. And I guess uh, this is going to come up as a shocker for me, but I'm going to throw a certain Star Wars movie out there. I'm going to go Star Wars uh, Episode 2, The Rise of the Clones, is just a huge piece of shit. Star Wars Episode, all of the Star Wars reach this, like, mm-hmm. you know, they all make money. box office breaking th- records. But I kind of agree because that was the one that was like the, since it was such a special thing coming back, you expected it. It, it was, was. going to be the huge success. Plus, Darth Maul was in it, man. Darth Maul was just the best. It was like the first time you've seen like kind of like a new lightsaber. The first one, he had like the double-bladed, you know, like yeah, yeah, lightsaber. Yeah. It was just like really cool. Like, all right, fuck, I'm giving it a pass. The second one, He's though, just up. all about like the will they, won't they hook up Anakin Skywalker. It was like, you know, I that was, yeah, the second you, one was... But may I? It's like, oh, God, dude. <laughs> yeah, the first one was kind of irritating because the star was like a, like a, literally like a child Anakin for the most mm-hmm. part. But even more irritating than that was, like, the clumsy teenage Hayden Christensen. Oh, uh, God. And he was, like, such a bad actor to boot. He's like, you're telling me this fucking poof with the braid in his hair is going to be Darth Vader? (laughs) (laughs) 
He's crying about dead moms and shit. It's like, dude, pull it together, Darth. Uh, yeah, right. Started killing all the kids in the Jedi orphanage already. Jesus. Yeah, I hated the second one. Hated the second one. Yeah. And even, like, the big battle at the end was like, oh, we're going to have a sand pit battle. Like, fuck, this isn't Gladiator, man. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, it was totally a gladiator ripoff. Yeah, it was just fucking... boo, dude. Of course, the gen- Oh, man. Don't want to get into it. I could rant about this one for a few hours, <laughs> but it's a closer look. We can't uh, focus all on our time on just Star Wars again. But I guess with that Judas-esque Star Wars comment, that'll end our list here <laughs> the Geeked Up Podcast Closer Look. But if there's any out there that we've missed or ones that maybe high-grossing movies that did good, Money-wise, but you personally didn't like, yeah, you know, maybe like the Dark Knight Rises, or as I like to call it, Batman and Bane have the funny voice contest. <laughs> Batman Three is another one of these uh, uh, trilogy. Yeah, exactly. Huge box, grosser movie. Box office smash trilogies. Really but long. Yeah, maybe you didn't like one of the epic box office success smash hits that you know. Maybe you got feelings. Maybe you're anti Jurassic Park out there. Send us an email. Let us know why. Let us know why. It's going to be at the Geeked Up Podcast at gmail.com. That's the Geeked Up Podcast at gmail. And that's going to do it for this episode, the main portion of the Geeked Up Podcast. But of course, remember to keep an eye out for episode 15, Game Time, coming out soon. Of course, I'm Devin Barnes. That's Liam Whalen. And remember, if you're not working tomorrow, why don't you go ahead and get geeked up? Woo, baby! Oh, yeah. It's time oh. to get geeked up to stand up. Comics telling you what's up in movies and TV. I know you could feel me. Music and yeah, we're talking music. We'll get to you next week, gaming. Woo! Next week. Episode 14, Andy Dwan. Big shout out to Andy Dwan, y'all. Get geeked up. Alf. <laughs> and a bigger shout out to Alf. Peace.